Hi there. Welcome back to the table and welcome to the prologue finale to the Noctis Occulta. We have our usual suspects here and I'm ready to take a chance again. Ready to put my world on the line for you. <laughs> Been living with nothing to show for it. You get what you want when you go for it. And I'm ready to take a chance again with you. Why is this happening? Because Noctis cares about the Void Star, Rudy. Oh my god. Get it? And I'm like, Noctis was singing to the Void Star because he's ready to put it all... Welcome back to the table. Uh, going to our right, we have Robbie, Joe, hello, and Rudy, and I'm hooked on a feeling. We already I'm high sang on believing. Nope, you sure. didn't sing it on mic. Uh, I don't believe in anything. Thank you for introducing me. You're again. welcome, Jonathan. No. <laughs> Before we get into our campaign, first off, we want to start with a very special shout out. Shout out to Biscuit, Mr. Noah, for watching the podcast and being a wonderful supporter. I got to got the pleasure of meeting him at a party recently, and it was a blast uh, talking to him uh, about just D&D in general. He's got some great stuff, so I can't wait to see his uh, DM career flourish in the future here. Um. And finally, before we start, we want to make sure that everyone is aware that this is a heartfelt farewell to one of the usual suspects. That's me. No. Oh. It's me. I'm quitting. Oh. Nah. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Uh, also, uh, shout out to... Uh, uh, let's make it ethnic today. Uh, shout out to all the Enriquez out there listening if they're listening, and they're listening, thank you. No, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, this is going to be uh, our last uh, session with Mr. Hood here, but don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Don't Everything's going to be all right. <clears throat> this is not the musical episode. That doesn't come out till season three. So, oh, that's true. You, you know right. what? You're right. Yeah, sorry, guys. We've been yeah. derailed. Hit us up. Sponsored by Broadway. Am I right? <laughs> Anyways, do we all remember where we left off? Yes. Uh, castles now in existence. So, something like that. And we're in the Cataclades. Man, you are really good at the Clip Notes version. Of <laughs> I mean, that's what's up. I don't know. If that's, that's what happened. Hey, yes, Corey, uh, why don't you give us a synopsis of last week's episode? Hey, Alder, fuck you. Um, <laughs> well, last week's also, episode we was... Uh, <laughs> not, never mind. I'm only, I'm only being don't. mean so that it doesn't hurt as much when you leave me. <laughs> He's projecting all his He's love. He's banging you. I'm telling you. I don't need you. Go. He's going to start throwing stuff at you. Um, yes. Uh, so we last spoke with our last Riker um, and brought uh, this strange uh, structural construct into 
uh, existence within the Cataclades. You seem to have uh, teleported from Gothica to the Cataclades somehow um, with this uh, construct in existence, uh, similar to that of what you witnessed previously uh, in a painting within the uh, Gothican palace. Um, wherever you are, you're with the new Riker who has inhabited uh, Vera's body, the uh, former forge master of the Occulta, and now you have been warned that enemies are on their way and that whatever it is that Lord Noctis plans on doing, everyone is going to defend it to their deaths. Anyone have any questions? I don't think so. Before we begin. Okay. Pretty excited. All right. Our level five adventurers. We begin with a bit of a leap forward. About a month has passed since the events of last session. You have awaited in the construct of this building, uh, of this, what is now being uh, dubbed the cell. Uh, As you await in the cell, uh, your occultan members have all arrived. Noctis, saying no words as he immediately walked past you, walked towards the two Rikers, the Riker of Fest, and the Riker of Drachnus. And immediately went deeper within the depths of the cell. And it has been some time since anyone has, uh, has seen him since. You know only that Pelagius and Soth have been essentially um, running back and forth with different groups of people. Soth never really being seen much in a command role. Um, however... Um, those uh, following uh, under him have all seemed to have a silent understanding when it comes to being uh, led by Soth. Uh, These people don't speak, uh, not when they're spoken to, and certainly not in anyone's absence. They just seem to blindly follow Soth about. And Pelagius has made... You grab several strange artifacts that you've never seen before, likely from the archives of the Occultan um, network before you joined the Occulta. and has um, been having you gather them and carry them to all different corners of the cell, placing them in these strange crevices and strange spire-like, uh, spire-like tower rooms of which all have these little outlets and crevices that you place these staves, these books, these amulets, these totems, these effigies, all in place and are told to immediately leave them and to never enter that room again. And I would like to assume that everyone followed those orders but would have would anyone have disregarded any of those orders i don't think so alder wouldn't for sure alder wouldn't says that no giram's a bit curious but he knows his uh his lane and he likes to stay in it okay and mordecai no okay yeah so everyone kind of stays in line and uh 
um, make sure that once they place these effigies, totems, artifacts, what have you, into the spire-like rooms, you leave them. Never to be seen again. And whenever asked about uh, any impending doom or enemies, Pelagius had no information to offer as well. Only that our Lord says something's coming. And we need only wait to for his beck and call. And for months, or for this month, it almost feels as though nothing's coming. Even in the cataclades where you know that uh, any turn, any crevice, any entity residing within could be the very last thing you see with the unpredictability of it. But with that being said, none of you have been ever given orders to go on the outside of the cataclades. Um, in fact, no occultant have been instructed to leave the cell. With that, everyone's beginning to go a little stir-crazy. I mean, sure, some occultans are used to staying within their home for some time, but this place does something to you. The, 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 the cataclades, whether they're real or not, seems to have dissonant whispers and ethereal uh, nuisances constantly pecking and picking at your sanity the longer you reside here. Um, the cell seems to offer no sanctuary to this. In fact, it may even make it worse as it all seems to be made of this cataclysmic rock. You can constantly feel magic soaring around you. Constantly feel it pulling at your hairs. Constantly feel it attempting to resin within your soul only to be forced out by the last possible second by some unknown force perhaps your own will perhaps any gods you cling to perhaps any psychedelic mushrooms that are somehow more useful than you would have thought however whatever this presence is whatever this magical force is it definitely isn't comforting you are no stranger to anomalies, to horror, but this presence, it feels almost sentient. Not just raw magic energy swirling around you, but magic with intent, magic with purpose. Magic that seems to be pulling and trying to gain something from you, yet you are absent to what it, um, what it is as well. For some reason, you feel... Whatever it is searching for, it doesn't know either. And with each passing day, the black and blue rock walls of the cell seem to get smaller and smaller. The people inside seem to grow more and more in number and seem to grow more and more insufferable. Everyone becomes a nuisance. The more you exist here, the more that you understand that life, mortals, people, existence itself has become burdensome. You find that the actual conscious, uh, the conscious waking of each day becomes more strenuous. You're not sure what it is, but it's almost as if you have become spiteful not just against 
the Golden Army. Not just against the enemies of Gothica, not even against the people that stand in the way of the Occulta, but with reality itself. The material plane is a nuisance. And just as all of these thoughts crowd your mind, immediately they're cleared. It's not to say that you didn't truly feel them, but a, a sense of clarity has come back. The walls have expanded again. People have become less burdensome and the cataclades have become less hostile. Something happened. And just as this clarity is bestowed upon you, it has erupted, shooken away from you in an instant. The first piece you have felt in months, ripped away by the sudden shamble and shake of the cell. It's something that Cezette has known all too well. Whatever that was, it was very similar to that of the shock of a structure just struck by a catapult. <clears throat> You're in your rooms when this impact hits. The rooms, mind you, very similar to that of the old home, only even more so uh, uncomfortable. You know, you're sleeping on bare minimum cots. You are sleeping on slab structures of stone and igneous rock. Long nights of being jabbed and poked by the jagged material that you are forced to sleep upon. You haven't had a good night's sleep in some time. And the moment you are granted peace, as stated, you are ripped away from it. What are your actions? I immediately inform everyone. The uh, catapult, definitely being attacked by siege weapons. Suzette warns, yes, siege weapons are at play here. Uh, the rest of you? Giram turns to Suzette and kind of looks of shock and asks, what do you think we should do? Don't get hit. Yeah. As he <laughs> says this, I want everyone to make a dex saving throw. Right, <laughs> Damn. Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Rudy. Oh, fuck. Five. <laughs> uh, that's a two. Ooh. Uh, Giron got a 12. 19. <laughs> <laughs> so... Alder's the only one left standing as a large hole is breached into the room. Uh, it seems an enormous uh, ballista shot has crashed through the wall. Um, there seems to be a tether of some sort um, uh, linked to this ballista shot, but as it crashes through, um, everyone is immediately uh, shot back by some of the debris. Um, so that... Giram and Mordecai are all thrown to the ground, and while they don't sustain any damage, they are uh, somewhat pissed. Sh I'm pissed. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> not a happy camper. Pissed, a little disoriented. Um, not necessarily shell shocked, but a bit, uh, a little disoriented. Um, what are your next actions? 
Mushrooms. <laughs> I, so Giram's Alder's that's like says that's like weapons, and Alder's like drugs. <laughs> Giram uh, sees Alder grab his mushrooms, and he's like, ah, huh, okay. And then he rolls up his sleep sleeve and sees if he can uh, touch the curse mark on him, see what what it could do, trying to activate it. You roll up your sleeve and you notice something that you hadn't noticed before. The curse mark. It's it's vanished. Your veins have returned to a, a similar cover. You you, you see that there this appears to be a scar there, but the whatever curse was left upon you, whatever avatar link you had, it's somehow severed. Um, no, please don't do this. Side note, do I still have the tree stuff growing out of me? Uh yes you do. Alright, cool. Just want to make sure. Both uh, of you do. Yeah, mine's I like, assume so. mine's like <laughs> much larger though, right? Yes, you are yeah, uh, quite it. almost a walking crimson tree. All right, cool. I can live with that. Uh, yeah, light up the sword, uh, grab the shields. I'd like to cast uh, Shield of Faith on myself, so it gives me a plus two to AC. Okay. Uh, you cast Shield of Faith, Roth's, uh, ben- not necessarily benevolence, but Roth's power um, can be felt wrapping around you. Mordecai, is there anything you want to do in this situation? Uh, I'm trying to prep my spells right now just to see what I can work with at okay. the moment. Fair enough. Um, Alder, did you want to do something after your... Um, uh, besides the mushrooms, uh, quickly go through my bag and only uh, be grabbing uh, my battle equipment. The rest of it would be left in the room itself. Okay. Okay. Giram grabs his warhammer, I guess. He's pissed. Fair enough. Um, it's at this notice Mordecai, uh, Mordecai's passive perception does notice that the um, the rope or tether, whatever is linked to the ballista, seems to get pulled taut. And uh, immediately you can hear the sound of uh, what appears to be shouts from the outside, uh, the sounds of a charge. This isn't just... A, this is a strange tactic of a siege. Usually the siege is... Um, uh, sieges are meant to wait out the enemy, a war of attrition. However, this is a full-on onslaught of the of this stronghold. Whatever they're doing, they're trying to get this done quick and fast. Uh, <clears throat> all right, Garam, you, uh, how big is the hole in the wall? Uh, it's pretty large, around uh, ten feet in circumference. Ten feet. All right, you on one side, me on the other side. All right, uh, kind of like waiting to see who passes through it. Alder, do you want to? Get some distance for the bow. Yeah, absolutely. Mordecai, just don't. Don't die. Yeah. Ah, thanks. I'd like to prep an action, if that's okay. Okay. Well, I'd like prepping. to, the minute somebody comes, I want to just hit them with uh, the warhammer. Okay. I'm going to prep the same action on the other side of the hole. Is there a window? Uh, yes, there, well, Yes. There's a hole that you can look through. Okay, cool. not 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 the siege hole, but mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Uh, I, I would be preparing there, seeing if I could take a shot through the window. Okay. Um, are you, so you are perceiving outside of the window as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do see a pretty vast army, okay. um, composed mostly of gold. Um, I'm sorry. What? Yes, it seems that this is a army composed mostly of gold. Oh, okay. and, I misheard uh, you. Could could 
quite very well be the divine aristocracy, though you do see some other banners issued as well. It appears the Emerald Legion is also here, um, which is strange for them to be pulled away from the wall, which is on the other side of the world, Hmm. Um, as well as a few other banners that are a, a little unrecognized. We uh, we pissed somebody off. You think? Um, so you're prepping. Uh, a sh- you do have aim from this window. You can fire arrows through it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. What do I see in front of me? That's that's within my range. Uh, within your range, uh, there's a vast portion of the front of the army that is charging towards the cell. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see uh, an, um, an impressive amount of siege weaponry. Trebuchets, ballistas, uh, it appears that they have several rams, uh, battering rams, of all which appear to be of uh, actual metal constructs rather than the normal wood. Oh, shit. Oh. Hmm. I was going to say burn them, but that's, um, that's quickly become a problem. Uh, I'm just going to take a pop shot to the person closest to me. Okay. Um, you do notice that there are people currently preparing and climbing up this tether. Um, oh, into where we are? Yes. Oh, I would like to point down them and shoot down to the people directly underneath us. Okay. Or just cut the tether. The, yeah. Uh, no. Oh, no, it's way more fun this way. And also, we're going to need this tether. Yes and yes. <laughs> uh, can I roll to attack then? Yes, okay. absolutely. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good thing. That's a dirty twenty. Uh, that hits. I'm sorry. That's twenty two. Um, now it up. doesn't hit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it only <laughs> hit on the specific number. It only hits on twenty. All right, and then let me roll for my damage. All right, ten. <laughs> okay. Uh. He totally just flop-handed the dice. It's a little, way. a little bit. <laughs> uh, you fire the arrow out. Uh, your first uh, first shot out, it does hit the person. Um, it finds its way nestled into their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear them kind of uh, spit out in uh, a swear word and el- an elvish. Uh, however, they continue to climb. Mm. These are some tough cookies. Fire another arrow, man. You uh, get two shots. Oh, gosh, you're right. Yeah, uh, same guy. I'm going to take a pop shot. Out. Arrow person. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it's been a second. It's been a second since we've actually had combat. That That is true, yeah. 24. Uh, yes. It's <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, if that 22 hit. And 10 damage again. Okay. Uh, it finds its way into them um, once more. Um, you can see the one of their arms let go of the tether. Um, however, their legs um, quickly tighten around it. it. Kind of stalls progress. Um, they kind of see through their teeth, but they keep forcing them upwards, themselves upwards. Looks like uh, about seven people are climbing up right now, with more lining up. All right, maybe maybe this is a you job. <laughs> yeah, this I'm, is a so. Can, can I, like yeah. whack-a-mole style as uh, they pop uh, up, just whack so I, I'd like to look over the edge. Um, poison spray. <laughs> Are they even close enough for this? No. It's uh, going to like drift in the wind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be real intense and they're just... It's going to go into somebody else's window. Uh, <laughs> all we're going to hear is... It's like when you, when you spit out of a driving window. It's yeah, just like, oh, back. what's that smell? 
Um, no, I would actually would like to look over the edge and cast uh, Witch Bolt at whoever's coming up. Okay. Poison spray the chains. No, we need it. <laughs> They'll slip and slide off. I'm not uh, sure that's how that works. Yeah, I don't know if that'll, that'll oh, work. But it's possible. I actually, I'm going to think of that idea. You're going to catching, catching, casting Witch Bolt. Yes. I'm going to catch it. <laughs> Catch Catching Whipple. I'm gonna <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt. Eh. What the? F- What'd you get? What'd you get? I rolled so well last night for a whole bunch of things, but now it's like a, a nine. A nine? Does that hit? That does not uh. hit. <laughs> uh, you cast it out. Um, it shoots past them and uh hits uh one of the or hit one of the ground. Um, you notice that uh, some other um, occultans are likely following suit just from the arrows that are coming from the cell as well as the um, magical strikes, lightning strikes, fireballs and such that are coming from the cell um, to which case you can hear one of them yell um, we need more suppression another round um, another what? another round I think we should duck. <laughs> Can I duck? Uh, yeah. Wait, was that yell from our side or from their side? Uh, it was from, uh, it was one of their soldiers yelling back. Um, to which, when they shout another armed, um, the people that are on the tether begin dropping off or sliding down the tether. Okay. Oh, okay. Everyone get Serves down. Right. Yeah. Duck. I'm gonna duck. You said our beds are stone. Uh, yes. So the beds are stone. Yes. I'm gonna duck behind one of those. Okay. Same. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna hunker into the corner of the war of the room to the side of the hole that we were shooting out of. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for cover. <laughs> but you don't find it. <laughs> Gasp! My passive perception has failed me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um, so you all take cover. And you hear the sound of uh, several ejections of siege weapons. Uh, in which case, um, you can hear several uh, large impacts on the cell itself. And one more slammed through the wound, uh, the, uh, the room right exactly through the window that Alder was just previously standing at as another seeming what seems to be a ballista shot um, slams past through the doorway and into the hall itself kind of creating a little bit of an obstacle to get in and out of the room mm-hmm. um, as it does so you see that tether pole taut as well in which case after a few moments there seems to be a light that shoots up the tethers and what appears to be almost a, a, a stream of light between the two tethers forms. Like some kind of ladder? Kind of. Could, could it looks more so like a ramp. Oh, joy. Um, does the rope look like a normal rope? Uh, it closer inspection looks like it could, it looks like a copper rope almost for lack of a better word Mm. i'd like to uh take a strike at it with uh, my sword okay 
Um, go ahead to ro- roll strength. All right. That's a 10. Um, you strike it, and uh, it seems magic resonates against magic, and nothing happens. All right. So that's not going to work. Uh, you said there's one out in the hall. One of the grapples went out into the hallway, but the other one's in our room, right? Yes. What's it braced up against? Uh, the one in your room? Yeah. Uh, it's just it's pinned in the wall. That's something else you would be able to note that these wood quote unquote uh, shots have pierced stone and are pinned in stone. All right. You have a warhammer. Yes. See if you can uh, chisel that thing out. I'm gonna we're gonna try to ch- you know get it unstuck so we can send it back. All right. Uh, what do I roll for that? Uh, that's uh, strength. So similar plan though. I'm gonna wait by the hole where the ramp is. Okay. Um, you, uh, Alder, Mordecai, any change of plans? Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'd like to prepare an action. Okay. If anybody walks, uh, up the ramp into the room itself, I, I just want to immediately shoot them. Okay. And, um, I'm still prepping my spells a bit, but if anybody takes aim at me or tries to attack me, I'd like to use blink to sort of vanish out of there. Okay. Uh, and you understand that's uh, that's to a point that you can see, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, outside. It <laughs> just like blinks outside. <laughs> the great uh, escape. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Um, okay, so you are chiseling and hitting at this rock. Uh, however, you, after the first two strikes, you realize you probably should stop. It looks like this rock is more likely to break your warhammer than you are to break it. Oh, okay. Do we have any, like, uh, what is it called? Pitch, right? You put on the... Pittance? No, no, no. Pitch. It's like what you put on a torch to light it. Uh, yeah. So we would have that, right? Like if we have uh, torches. Uh, so you have, like, flasks of oil. Yeah. Cool. I want to... You said it's like a ramp? Uh, yes. I'd like to, uh, like, break a few of them uh, of the oil flasks along the, like, the opening... Try to make it trickle down towards the enemy. Okay. Uh, you just, uh, how many are you doing? Uh, let's say like two or, th- let's say three. Three? Okay. Uh, so you, you break open, uh, you smash these three uh, oil flasks on it, and you do see that there are a mixture of emerald and golden warriors um, currently uh, going up this uh, makeshift walkway. Um, and the oil does seem to hold on to this ramp and begins to trickle down, um, creating some difficult terrain for them to pass. Then I'd like to stick my sword at it and light it on fire. You create fire terrain, which is not necessarily difficult terrain, but certainly <laughs> treacherous terrain to pass. Um, it lights a flame. Uh, there's now effectively a, a fire pathway um, uh, leading up to an extent um, that they kind of hold... Um, and look to each other um, across, in which case now this is technically, since they do see you, um, you're within range. I'd also of like some to of flip them off while I do this. You do so, and roll initiative. Oh, okay. All right. That's uh, 11. Oh, my God. Ugh, I got a four. Eight. Oh, we're doing I one. almost don't want to say it because I know what's going to follow. As the 
We what does your loaded dice get you, Gear? You got 19. I switched up the dice today, <laughs> and I, I got a dirty 20. Okay. As the weakest boy here, I should not have a 19 for initiative. <laughs> I okay, just so don't have good reflexes, I guess. It's going to be Giram, Mordecai, uh, the Invaders, Alder, and Suzette. <laughs> I'm like always last. Okay, Giram, what's your first move? Uh, I'm going to prep a spell. So forever, whoever comes up first up the ramp or near the hole, I'm going to cast a uh, word of radiance. So the minute I see somebody close, I'm going to speak out my uh, spell. Okay. Um, and, and So you're, you're going to hold that up until someone comes in? Yep. Okay. Uh, Mordecai. I, hey, does that, do you have any battle tactics? To employ with me. Hit them. Don't get hit. God damn it. Ugh. Duck and weave. Um, what's another entry point that hasn't really been covered yet? Um, so there's the uh, attack, uh, the, the the hole with the ramp. That's, yeah. that's one entry point. Um, and then there's behind you. If they get in behind you, um, there are uh, two exits to this room. All that go to the same hall. Okay. Garam's currently covering the entrance with the ramp, right? Or uh, the other one, the the big hole. Well, I was taking cover. I uh, haven't moved yet. The but ramp, the, 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 the yeah. But yeah. you were planning on it. Okay. Well, um, whatever entrance that Giram is not at, I'd like to take post there and prep which bolt uh, for whoever comes on in. Okay. Uh, so there's the one closest to you that has one of the bolts sticking through it. Um, or there's the one at the opposite end of the room. Which one are you going to? The one that he's not by. Well, he's by the ramp. There's then there's okay. two doors going into the hallway. Yeah, so uh, the ramp, the ramp, and the two doors are on parallel sides. Uh, let's go to the one that has the um. What was it that you said was sticking out of the wall? Uh, the uh, ballista shot. That yes. <laughs> uh, die. So you, okay, you go to, uh, go through there, and yeah, uh, you are able to notice that a lot of occult members are kind of running around and uh, are some are going to the foyer. Uh, some of them are going up and down um, the stairs. Um, but it's really just frantic. Not, it doesn't look like it's um, like anybody's planning or like preparing for anything ahead. No, this looks like it was a rather successful surprise attack. Some they this army just kind of appeared. Okay, and is now full force attacking. Um, and you're keeping post there. Yeah. Okay. Don't um, sound too sure of yourself. I'll try. <laughs> The uh, the soldiers um, are waiting on the ramp. Um, they look um, back and forth to each other um, before uh, essentially um, pointing back to their army. One of them pulls out a horn from their side and uh, seems to blow some sort of loud signal call, um, to which case... Uh, they get down and seem to brace themselves on this walkway. Um, two of the others behind them pull out crossbows and begin uh, to launch towards Suzette. One misses, and the other misses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Suzette's able to uh, uh, duck behind his shield and uh, take cover with a partial cover he has there, and ha they have no uh, hope of hitting him. Um, that's their turn currently. Um, 
for Alder. Yes. Um, from the little hole in our wall uh, that the bridge is coming out of, I'd like to pop over around the side um, and take a shot at whoever's leading the uh, the charge. Uh, it appears to be a um, gilded golden paladin. Okay. I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Because I don't respect him or his people. 19. Uh, 19 barely hits. <sighs> okay. Oh, uh, uh, do I roll uh, uh, both of the shots and then damage or shot, damage, shot, damage? Uh, either or. All right. I, I'm going to shoot him twice. Okay. Because th- that's a 12. <laughs> that is not hit. Uh, first hit does four damage. Okay. Uh, so uh, the arrow seems to scrape um, along his armor. Um, the second arrow, as it comes towards him, um, something seems to light with his armor, in which case uh, it almost seems like the arrow is knocked away by a large gust of wind. Okay. Um, with that... I think he's still got one more thing he can do. Okay. Can I do it at any time, or is it like once it's per... An extra, yeah, an extra attack is you just can attack twice on your turn. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, if, okay. you use a main, if your main action is an attack, you can use a bonus action I need to, to read more D&D stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's why I need people like you in my life. Um, but yeah, same, uh, same guy, same thing. Just straight attacks. Keeping count of your arrows? Yes, I am actually. Okay. I am. Uh, just by the way, it's not a bonus action. You just attack twice. Be that's awesome. Um, actually, speaking of which, that I'm takes your main s- action, and you can still cast a bonus action if you want. What? I'm sorry. Yes, I literally just read it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All um, right. I'm actually gonna transfer over to my hunting arrows, um, which do an extra D4 of damage. Do you have a separate quiver for that? That's allowable. I. Do. All right. Uh, 19 again. And 27. Okay, both hit. Oh, Jesus. Three for damage on the first one and five for damage on the second. Okay. Um, Hold both on. of those pierce. Oh, I didn't. I did not. Add your modifier. I didn't add my modifier. I'm sorry. I'm having a rough one today. Uh, so it would have been the first one was uh, three. three. So that would be six. And then this one would be eight. Okay. So six and eight. I apologize. Okay. So both of those uh, uh, seem to uh, stick themselves into the paladin's armor. Um, however, the paladin still looks staunch and ready to go uh, with his two handed sword. Um, so is that. All right. <laughs> Not a whole lot I can do from this distance. See, this is why I need, need Joe sitting next to me, because he can mm. watch everything that I do. I would like to cast a command on the paladin guy and okay. tell him to throw his sword off the ramp. Is that a save against your DC? Yes, which is a 15. And let me just double check and look it up. But I'm it pretty sure it's a DC. 
There's a lot of book reading in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> book reading. Yeah, one word command to uh, they must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. Okay. With that, he stares you in the eyes as he raises his sword and then just kind of chucks it to the right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> Kind of has a look of befuddlement as he watches it uh, drop to the ground. Um, for it looks like he gets a more stern look on his face. I'm not sure why I did that. He's <laughs> like, so, uh, I don't know the strategy behind what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in his platoon's like, what the fuck? Should we follow his lead? <laughs> Genius. Now we're in their heads. Um, with that, we're, uh, we're back to Giram. Um... Garam, just before you take your action, uh oh, there's a large burst suddenly uh, on the ramp. Says so that, what's up? Strength or Dex save, you can choose which. Um, and actually, just you and the uh, lead paladin are making that save. That's a nineteen. Okay, uh, you're both able to stay on your feet as a large burst of water uh explodes on the ramp um its weight hits against you but you're uh you're fine to stand um it would seem that uh the water would glisten um with a light blue sheen to it for a moment um before settling uh the fire at the top of the ramp seems to have been uh put out okay uh i tell suzette um You're on the ramp, right? I'm like at the like. In I guess yeah. If the ramp goes up to the to the. It goes up to the mouth. I'm at the mouth of the hole. So. Right. Um, I'm gonna cast word of radiance. I gotta. I'm gonna cast it on a the. The paladin that's in front of. Uh, of Suzette. How, how far away from me is he? Uh, the paladin's about 10 feet away. Uh, oh, damn. He, he has a... He, Sorry, I didn't realize he was that close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he is barely visible by Giram. But I'm going to cast it, and I'm going to yell out, Venom. Okay. And uh, what does Radiance do for him? He's got to pass a constitution save. Of? Of? Uh, is 23 enough? No. <laughs> uh, he just misses. <laughs> Uh, either way, I well if he if he pass, I can't give him half damage. So, oh, it's just like pass fail. Yeah. So yeah, that's it, I guess. Oh, uh, once again, his armor seems to uh, sheen and and uh, still himself, and uh, whatever Giram had just chanted at him, uh, his, he seems to have taken no effect. Uh, Mordecai, uh, how far away is this guy from us? Uh, 10 feet from Suzette, uh, roughly 20 feet from you. Oof. Um, nobody else is coming up huh. this... Uh, Poison spray. Well, there's seven more, but he's the only one that's barely in sight right now just because of how the angle of the ramp goes up. I suppose. Would it be a bad idea to take out this ramp? If you can accomplish it, go for it. Cool. Um, so I'm going to stand by the edge of the ramp and... Mm, Shoot, spells, spells. Um, so I'm going to stand on the... 
Yeah, standing at the edge of the ramp, I'm gonna cast uh, Thunder Wave right where I'm at. Okay, and just crack a boom, crack a boom, riggedy wreck, crack a boom. And what does Thunder Wave do? Uh, thunder Wave. Uh, da, 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 da. We have a thunderous force sweeps from me. Uh, each creature within doesn't particularly matter for the creature, um, but everything within my 15 uh, foot square radius um, has to make a Constitution saving throw. Objects get pushed uh, 10 feet away. Everyone has to make that safe then. Yes. Okay. Including us. Hey, man. This is the most uh, I can do. I'm still in the room. Yeah, I think you're for enough, for I'm far enough. enough away. That's how we speak in real life, by the way. <laughs> Farther. Fair enough. So, yeah, you have to. they have to pass the Constitution save. Yep. You do as well. Uh, the It's his 15 foot. He's far away. If he's, 15, if he's 15 feet from the hole. And he was twenty feet away from the paladin, and says that well, was said ten he, feet he away. He said from he moved closer. He right, so he's moving up to the hole, which is about ten feet away from the paladin. Yeah, so that puts him still Directly within range. Directly next to me and you. Yeah. Oh yay! Like and that still keeps him in range of Giram because Giram at the end of the room is just barely in range of the spell. I don't believe you. I'm sorry, but this is all what I've got right, right now. I don't know what to this? say, man. What save is this? What's your DC? Your spell DC? 14. Oh, I passed. Uh, for for I what? Did not Constitution? Pass. Oh, no. Yes. The Paladin passed. Of course it did. I crit failed. Oh, no. No. Why can't you have normal damage? So. What? And not some tomfuckery. fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, two emerald soldier soldiers and the paladin pass. The the rest of them are uh, suffering the main effects of this uh, spell. Um, Alder and Sazette are also suffering the ex- uh, the effects. So hold on, that's two d eight of thunder damage, and you're pushed away ten feet. That's a five, and that's twelve damage. Ouch! <sighs> Half of that for anybody who's passed. Yeah. Does crit failing does that do anything? No, not not not, 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 not saving, not, 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 okay. not something yeah. like this. Okay. Sorry, yeah. So anybody who did pass still gets um half the damage, doesn't get pushed. Might make it funnier, but it won't have any actual effects. Speaking of half of things, so you just pushed I'm me down ten, by half health. ten feet away from you. Yes. Oh fuck! Ouch! What? I was half my health. Twelve damage was half my health. So I get thrown. I'm a rager. <laughs> Oof. Mm. Uh, so that gets thrown. And uh, I, I like sit there and I go, you know, don't help. Just don't help. Go sit in the corner though, and think about what you've done. Fine, I'm, I just blink at the corner. The, the other, the emerald soldiers that did fail are all thrown off the ramp. Um yeah. <laughs> whoop de do, I guess. Um, Look, it's a couple less people to fight. And uh, you're gonna become one more person to fight. <laughs> Alder is kind of like thrown and trip is like tripped over one of the low beds and tumbles on the other side. Looks a little sillier. Normally, when knocked oh, over, day. I could like lay down my and pull day. like a James Bond, like shooting from the ground, but not not this time. My he yells, not this time. He yells. My cabbages. <laughs> um, Stop, we'll get copyright struck. With that. <laughs> Hope so. The paladin's turn. Uh, he begins his charge up. Oh my god, he's going to kill you. 
Uh, and he aims for. Here it is. With what weapon? Uh, I'll get to it. Okay, just checking. Uh, he aims for. Why is he aiming for Giram? <laughs> well, I prep. Dude. So I prep an action. I prep the action for once the first you round? commit a different action. That prep is no longer yeah, available. That is correct. Uh, Don't speak these wise words to me. So he looks at Giram, looks at Mordecai. Even I know that. Decides Giram's more of a threat. And <laughs> even though you just killed like what five of them, two? Yeah. <laughs> if there were seven and him, and there's three left, so that man's oh, dressed hey. in regal attire. I'm sure he's captive. <laughs> Hurrah! All right. Um, oh. he pulls out his shield and mace. Hey, look, man! I tried, <laughs> dude. You could get a shield. I, 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 if I could have, I would have made him step off the ledge. But I, with command, you can't make them hurt themselves. It'll, it like stops it. So sorry, he's buddy. making it. He made him effectively do less damage, but he still has backup. Um, so he leaves Mordecai's area of influence, um, which means Mordecai, you can take a stab at him if you'd like. Well, I can't cast another spell at him, can I? Cannot. Nope. Shit. Then, yeah, I guess I'll I'll take a stibbity stab at his backity whack. If you're an, el- I think if you're an elder's knight, you can do that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Heads up, our war wizard. One of the two. I can't remember. How do you know all this? He you, just reads. It's man. so impressive. Oh wait, to me. am I still rolling to hit? Yes. He knows more about D and D than I know mm, about the world. It's an eight. Like as a whole. <laughs> You, you take a swipe, but he he moves too fast. Oof. And I don't get an attack of opportunity. You're on the ground. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so is Giram. No, Giram passed. I passed. passed. Yeah. yeah. He just took half damage. Uh, Giram, armor class 14 does not hit you. No. About 22. Just misses. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. Um, uh, with that, he uh, rolls damage. Uh, that's a uh, solid eight for a crushing blow as he runs over. Um, he's able to uh, occupy your Warhammer with his shield, pressing up against the war uh, Warhammer's head before crashing the mace into your thigh. Um, the other two, uh, legionnaires, uh, come through, um, one of them, uh, aiming specifically at Alder, who is on the ground currently, which means he gets advantage to hit. Wait. Okay, never mind. No, I thought he was like behind something. Uh, armor class 19. Yeah, by a bit. (laughs) Okay. Um, and squishy. This is like one of my first squishy characters that I've played. Oh. You know who wants a squishy? Alder's. Uh, sorry, not Alder. Ice cream. Advert's eyeballs. Yes. Uh, no, those have to exist to be squishy. <laughs> he does Oof. a damning stab into Alder's torso. And as he rips it out, Alder takes 11 damage. Oh. Oof. Shit. Hey, does D&D stand for Death's Door? Because that's where I'm standing. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Ah, uh, uh, that's a good thing to post on the social media. Um, uh, with that, the Legionnaire comes in, attacks uh, Suzette. Uh, advantage to hit since Suzette is on the ground. Um, that is going to be a 22. Yeah. Okay. Wow, just barely. Was like, that is actually legitimately just barely. Incredible. Um, that is going to be eight damage. Eight? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought you said uh damage, and I was like, just just the one? Just the one. Uh, he does a stab into uh, Suzette's uh, forearm. Uh, Suzette is able to um, rip... Uh, rip it out with his coated hand of crimson. Uh, that ends their move. It is now Alder's turn. Sick. Oh. <laughs> Radical. No, not yet. We, you'll get there, I'm oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would like to run to the doorway that leads into the hallway. Okay, that's going to be leaving his sphere of influence. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, if you if you leave his sphere of influence, he will get an attack of opportunity. It doesn't mean he'll hit, but he will have a chance to hit you. Also, he'd ha- he'd only have fifteen feet because he was knock prone. Remember? Right. Yep. So you wasted half your movement to stand up. Sorry for the bummer. I like to shoot the dude who hurt me. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna have disadvantage since he's uh, within five feet of you. Okay, that is okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and I would like to shoot him twice. Uh, go for so it. So Pre- four times. No, because I don't want to waste all... If I kill him with one, I don't want to just well, You don't have to keep arrows. hitting him. You can hit him. If you kill him, you can move on to the next target. Oh, okay. First arrow is a crit fail. Okay, so we're all excited for me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> this is happening quick. Two. Yeah. Uh, you pull it out. And uh, <laughs> you pull out the uh, you pull out uh, the bow, um, prepared uh, to shoot uh, to shoot an arrow at him. Um, as he's within five feet, he actually grabs the bow, uh, the the bow, excuse me, and uh, rips it from your hands, uh, tossing it uh, to the ground uh, behind him. Okay, I have an extra attack, and I have other weapons. Can um, can I stab him with my sickle? Uh, or at least try to. You have to unsheath your sh- sickle. Oh, for reals. But just keep it on. Just I think interacting with a weapon it. is a free action. Okay. So, uh, okay. So you pull out your sickle. Okay. I would Look, like. Man, to I'm hit just trying to help him out. I mean, or I can I hit him with a with an arrow? Can I strip stab him with an arrow? Yeah, why not? <laughs> You're gonna legolas this? Yeah, stab him with the arrow. <laughs> Go for the eyes. Uh, you can, nice. but it, it technically counts as an improvised weapon. I'm okay with that for flavor and for the fact that if I have to do a sickle. I wouldn't have to unsheath another arrow. Yeah, go go for it. Improvised weapon to arrow stab. Okay. 18. Uh, 18 Whoa. to hit. That does hit. Awesome. Okay, so that's going to be a D4 minus 1. Okay. okay. Even Plus if your it's a, strength modifier. Even if it's a hunting arrow? Even if it's a hunting arrow. That's absurd. Because you're not using it as a hunting arrow. Still spiky like one. Um, Five. Okay. Uh, I'm aiming for his face area. Uh, you cut along uh, his helmet. Uh, it does seem to uh, kind of get underneath and graze his cheek. Um, and 
you you do draw blood at yeah. least from him. Um, and that brings us to Suzette. Well, I'm gonna stand up, <sighs> and then uh, there's a guy in front of me. Okay, I would like to hit him. Yep, with my sword. Ooh, classic. yeah, yeah, classic move by uh by Suzette over here. All right, a sword. God damn, it's a ten. Uh, he is able to deflect it. All right, I'd like to uh, attack again. Okay. With a different dice. <laughs> that other one's only giving me tens, and that's not fun. Uh, what's 17 plus 7? It's like... Uh, 24. 24. 24. 24 that... does hit. All right. <laughs> Don't do that thing where you pause like it may not hit. That's not cool. I'm also going to hit him with uh, Thunder, Thunder Smite. So let me roll for damage. It's going to be... Oh, uh, quite a bit. Okay. It's a D8 plus two D6. Uh, six, nine, 14. And then Thunder Smite also adds, let's see, two more D6 of Thunder damage. He has to make a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from me. Strength of 16. Uh, makes it, but barely. 14, 19, 20, 21, plus 4, 22, 23, 24, 25. So 25 damage. Okay. Uh, you bring down this thunderous blow uh, against him. He is able to... Uh, catch your blade with his uh, with his. However, as it crushes against him, you can feel the smite's weight overtake him. He buckles almost down um, to one knee as the strike uh, crushes against him. You can f- see that uh, the armor along him degrades almost. Um, and as he kind of takes a breath, he's able to just push himself up just enough to kind of shoulder sh- uh, shoulder shove you uh, away from him. All right. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. That brings us to Giram. Uh, I'm going to grab my, um, I'm going to do the swift motions to grab the shadow blade. Okay. And I'm going to attack the, uh, the paladin that's right in front of me. Go for it. How bad is it? It's an 11. Yeah, you, you take a swipe at him. He's able to uh, guard it with his shield and uh, kind of push against you with it to kind of keep uh, keep you off of him. I'd like to ask who he is. I, you shall. Who are you? Uh, he returns. Uh, he returns back. Your judgment, filth. I mean, you'd be doing me a favor. Shit, man, you were right. <laughs> and the room stops. There's like total and utter silence. We're just like, ah, all right. It's like, buddy, we have doctors for that. Uh, Mordecai. Hello. Um, so there's still, so the one that he, that Garen's talking to, the paladin and the one that Alder is currently fighting, which one looks to be in the most weakened of states? Uh, Suzette is uh, barely standing. 
The well. correct term is he looks pretty fucked up. Okay, who's the second least fucked up? Uh, the second least fucked up? Yes. The second l- least fucked up would be the paladin. That's a very strange... So the middle, you're yeah, asking, yeah. out of the three. Which one's that's the, the middle child? All right. And the uh, least damaged is the one that's fighting Alder. Swell. Um, I'm going to cast... The one that Alder is currently fighting, we're going to cast Crown of Madness on him. Okay. Uh, so he's got to make a wisdom saving throw. Of? Hmm? Of? Oh, he's got to be 14. Ah, barely fails. 13. Sweet. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wisdom saving throw become charm for the duration, and now he must take an action to attack a creature other than itself um i'm gonna make him attack the paladin can you choose who he attacks or does he just attack whoever's closest um i think i can choose who he attacks but let me double check so one thing they don't tell you about D is there's a lot of books <laughs> i think a lot that's of re- actually like yeah one it's of like those. the first thing you yeah the, you the run into. first things they tell you <laughs> like if you can't read don't play D. I'm kidding. Please play, even if you can't read. We'll, we'll guide you through it. It's all good. That's why they have books on tape. Um, while they're figuring out what Crown of Madness does, mm-hmm. the Paladin... Yes, you I do get to choose, choose it. it. Okay, you do get to choose it. Uh, so who's he attacking then? Um, the Paladin. All right. Uh, he turns... Oh, wait, aren't you? You're interrogating one. No, I'm not that. interrogating I'm in him. The, I'm mid-fight. Okay. I, that's the one I want you to have him attack. Look, man, we're getting our asses whooped. <laughs> Still, I mean, the paladin seemed to be a Yes, that's deal. the one it I'm fighting. Matter. That's the one I'm fighting. Regardless, I... That's yeah, good. okay, so I'm I'm attacking the paladin. Uh, with a flanking huh. bonus, he goes to attack the paladin, and the paladin is able to turn his head, um, uh, snap his head around quickly, and does a block with his shield, um, while also deflecting the next strike that comes his way from Giram as a, as the result. Um, he is currently fighting a flanking battle against the two. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have fun killing this guy. The paladin uh, begins. Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. What's he gonna do? He's gonna turn to Giram, and he's going for uh, a strike with his mace. He shouts, "Bewitching swine!" In which case, he brings it down with a thunderous boom. You're able to uh, dodge just in time out of the way, Giram, as the uh, floor before you um, erupts with flames. Solid. Cool. I, I don't think flames are solid, but <laughs> close. Um, the Wait, Are flames a gas? You're a, you're a gas. I'll tell you what they aren't. Of a good time. Wet. <laughs> right. The water is. Jesus. Can we... Yeah, um, we can do this some other time. The no one fighting... The one fighting uh, Suzette um, takes a large swipe upwards uh, with their blade, and Suzette is able to deflect it away with his shield. That That's the end of their turn. <laughs> Alder, your move. All right. Um, oh, man. <laughs> you can stand up, buddy. You're not getting attacked well, anymore. He's not, he is standing I'm up. I'm already standing up. It's just it's just uh, down a bow and I think we're gonna a lot of health. 
We're gonna cast fog cloud. No. To... <clears throat> what? Because <clears throat> we're we we're winning, and you're no longer being attacked. You guys are winning. Oh yeah, you did. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, in that case, I just want to retrieve my bow. And <laughs> sorry, I'm just like Rudy does the thunder thing and you do the fog thing. And it's like, how many times can we shoot ourselves in the foot? Well, it's I, I have one life. I have one health point. Uh, I, I just want to retrieve my things and back away from the battle. Okay. Uh, use your action to pick up the uh, bow and you I use five feet to get to it. Um, use 10 feet to move away from it. You still have 15 feet left. Um, and you're who? Who else is in? Who else is in the room? Uh, just the current party and the uh, the three invaders still. Okay. I would like to shoot. Who's who's the least messed up out of everyone now? The st still the guy that was just fighting you. He's currently trying to uh, stab the paladin in the back. Okay. Um, but I, I'm gonna try and finish him. Fight for me, no, my no, pet no, warrior. No. no. What? Let my pet warrior fight. Let him fight. Let him fight the paladin. That way, it gives who us can I kill? The you one can kill the fighting, guy uh, fighting me. Suzette. He looks pretty shitty. All right, I'm gonna shoot the guy that Suzette is fighting. Okay. Since you're to his back, you don't really have to worry about hitting Suzette. Yeah. What? I caught it with my thighs. Dummy thick. I gotta stop rolling um, these dice, but uh, first one's a crit fail. Again. And he's excited. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Fuck the holiday. And then the other one's an 11. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the other one's a 10. What uh, the fuck, Richard? Crit fill is a 5. Uh, okay. For the six sided. Suzette. What's up, dog? Uh, can you <laughs> <laughs> roll me? Yeah. A uh, dexterity save. Doesn't have to be. Amazing, but it has to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it goes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch an arrow, bro. Oh, uh, no. Ah, uh, uh, come on. <laughs> so it's a three. Okay, so <laughs> just as you're about to get the killing blow, an arrow <laughs> finds its way into your forearm. And uh, <laughs> Son go of ahead and roll damage for me, Elder. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you got it. Oh, okay. So now you oh want to roll really God. fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn. It's gonna be eleven. Oh my oh god. My good eleven. God. What the hell? <laughs> eleven damage. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, what was your uh, second shot? I'm gonna shoot at him again. <laughs> <laughs> your your second shot was a uh, ten. Yes. Was, okay, eleven that, or twelve. That, okay, that, so that that misses. That misses. Yeah. Okay. Go for the next one. <laughs> Roll them one at a time. You know, I'm, no, it's, like, Suzette, it's, it's the dice. It's the green Suzette, dice. Suzette like, takes the arrow and just pauses when, and like looks at Mordecai and then turns to look <laughs> at Alder and just goes like, you know that look where he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, There's no words that can express this. <laughs> I swear to fucking that's God. That's another what are you doing? 10. What the okay. hell are you doing? What the <laughs> hell are you doing? That one was Okay, and then that would be a 24. That one hits. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Nice>. God. 
right back into Suzette's arm. Oh, I'm rolling good now. Uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. would be 15 sure. damage. Okay. I, that's a perfect roll for damage. <laughs> that oh, one, shoot, you were on purpose. <laughs> that one goes through the back of the head of this uh, invading uh, emerald warrior, okay. um, of which they immediately fall limp and kind of fall forward into Suzette. Suzette uh, is able to kind of like sli- uh, catch them and slide them off with his shield after ripping the arrow out of his forearm. I'm just going to yell, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That's all. Suzette, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> it's your move, man. All right. Cool. Shit. Uh, I feel like crap. That's okay. I am going to rush over to the main paladin dude and uh, try to try to just end this. I'm tired of this. Okay. Not having a good day. I don't think anyone in this room is right now. No. No. So with my little fire blade... Uh, does a 21 hit? Yes. All right. So let's do the damage on that. I can't find my dice and they're right in front of me. Oh, that's because they're over there. Uh, 12 plus three is 15 plus four is 18. 19. What? Oh, yep. 19. Okay. I'm bad at math. Uh, damage? Yeah. Okay. 19 damage. Um, nice. Come over and uh, you do a crushing strike into him as he's currently fight, trying to fend off two people. Um, he, as this one uh, crushes against him, he kind of stumbles backwards. And uh, however, he still remains to his feet and uh, kind of braces himself with uh, with his shield. Um, I, do you have a second attack? Yeah, I'm going to attack again. That is going to be a 20 regular. I didn't add the flanking bonus. So whatever the hits. Okay, (laughs) cool. Uh, On this one, I am also going to add a smite. I'm going to actually just use a spell slot to cast my my super smite. (laughs) That's not what it's called. It's my divine smite. So I'm going to hit... And then I'm also going to hit with the Divine Smite as well. Okay. So let's do the regular damage first. Six, ten, twelve plus four is fourteen. And then my Divine Smite will add two more D8s. Actually, I'm going to cast it as, as a second level spell. So that'll be three D8s. Okay. The 14, okay. I really want to kill this guy, if you couldn't tell that. What? thought you were holding well, back, but... Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Garam's like, man, why are you holding back? <laughs> why haven't you summoned 12. your god yet? What was <laughs> the... The first one was 14 plus 12? Just do the thing you did before. So 26. 26. 26. Yeah. Okay, how do you want to... I'm assuming you're going for a killing blow. So how do you want to kill? Oh him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I he's fighting all people. He's you said he's like braced up against his shield. Yes. Um, I'm gonna use my shield to kind of like knock his down, and then I'm just gonna drive the point of the blade like through his throat. Okay. Uh, it drives through. Um, you can see his eyes kind of quiver and gloss over. They seem focused on you for all of two seconds. 
before they kind of begin to roll back. You're able to... Also, I have a weird flavor question. When, um, like, what kind of aura does Roth kind of project? Uh, kind of like a searing red and orange aura. All right, cool. Because I imagine that that's like what, like when the divine smite hits, that's kind of like the flare that it gives off. Yeah, it's almost like flame. Not exactly flames, but it it, it is very akin to flames. Um, as it um, as you begin to pull it out, uh, the flame ignites uh, on your on your blade. Um, it immediately uh, cauterizes the new wound it has uh, it has made. However, there's no breathing through a completely severed esophagus. Your foe is dead. I'd like to steal the shield, please. Yes. Roll out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, we still have the one guy to deal with, Crime Madness. Does he get a save against it at this point? Uh, it it has to come to their turn yet. What did you get? Oh. What you get? Oh. God, I'm I got an eighty-eight. Happy. An eighty-eight, you say? Can you roll a, another ten-sided for me? Ah, oh, that's a four. Nah. Then no, you don't that's get the half, shield. That's half an eight. <laughs> I know. I know. Corey. <laughs> you get the shield. Yes. Sorry, Whoa, I didn't hey, mean to peek. I'm sorry. It's just super excited. Wow, he got um, a shield. Does that count as my main action? Um. Or can I pick it up after I attack the corn of the corn thorn of so Crown looting, of madness? Feel like looting it's technically a, is a main action because it's an intensive search. Also, for you, you're probably like gonna jerk off after you pick up the shield. So. You know what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like come on the hands. Like, I whispered to myself, I got it, Orcus Daddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Crown of Madness Boy is what about. Where's their holes? Cut your shields. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, it yeah. kind of turns to, to, look at, uh, to look at you for. Um, and as he does so, a looming figure kind of steps into the doorway, and you see a large greatsword raise up, kind of pierce itself down through the base of his neck and shoulder all the way down through his body until it comes out his bottom left thigh. Um, as Pelagius grabs down, uh, down onto his head and rips it out of him and shoves him to the ground, he looks to you three. The foyer, now. One second, I take the body of the paladin and I drag it over to the ramp and like make it kneel. I don't know if there's anyone watching, but I try to make eye contact with as many people on the ground as possible. Okay. And then I just tip him over onto the ramp so he slides all the way down. You should have cut his head off first. Can you roll percentile for me? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, why not? Wait. Dice are hard. Uh, 36. Yeah, 36. 36? Okay. Um, you do so. And as he falls and lands on the ground, almost seemingly connected, the, the ground slowly begins to be tainted red. And as this red begins to spread out to the battlefield, you can see rocks slowly begin to raise and fleshy abominations begin to crawl out of the crevices. There are red tendrils that shoot outwards from cracks and begin to grab on to the 
uh, grab onto some of the soldiers and begin to uh, smash them back and forth. Uh, it seems somehow with this drop of blood on the land, something has awakened. Not only there, but the walls and the cells slowly begin to uh, be tainted with this red. And as the rock uh, cracks and begins uh, to part, it doesn't necessarily fall. It still seems to be tat uh, attached uh, to this fleshy uh, tendril-covered wall. It almost, almost as if this rock was just some sort of protective armor or outer skin to some sort of entity. As all of this comes to light, um, Pelagius seems to stare at you four for a moment. Oh. He whips his sword to his side as some of the blood just kind of splatters along the ground. Well, now it's better than never, I suppose. He said it's in some sort of cryptic tone. Hmm. Well, to the foyer then. <laughs> Is that what you want still? I would like to give uh, Alder here the health potion that I have. Thanks. <laughs> Can I loot the other body in the room? Uh, yeah. It's a potion quick, of boy. greater healing, which is 2d6. Ooh. Oh, God. Let me see. I believe it actually is 2d6. Plus something. I don't know. Plus how much my dad looks. Go ahead and roll Mordecai while I'm looking that. That was an 85. 85. And what body are you looting? The dead one. There's <laughs> two dead ones, so good job. The one that wasn't looted all red. Wait, the paladin had the shield, but he was kicked out. So there's, there's yeah. the guy that has the arrow on the face, and yeah. the crown of madness, who was pierced from yeah. shoulder to knee. Yeah, four d four plus four. Four d four plus four. Yes. I'm gonna loot the crown of madness, boy. Wait, isn't that the lowest healing potion? Nope, the lowest is two d four plus two. Oh right, it's the number of d fours. Right. Derp a derp. Uh. Make it right. And uh, one more time, what body were you looting, Mordecai? The one I used yes. Crown of Madness on. Um, you find an uh, an emerald seal. Excuse me. Mm. Man, we just keep finding like seals and stuff. Seals. This one is very clearly not magic. <laughs> yeah, but it's so <laughs> cool. We're going to have like a little collection, seal collection of seals. We're going to be able to forge whatever we want. And what is this? seal just it's just like an actual like a not really sure it's just an emerald seal oh you can try to roll history on it i guess i'm gonna try and roll history on it because why why not i would also like to use 15 of my lay hands points to heal myself okay okay that landed on my finger that's a 14 14 um very well uh you know that this uh, seal belongs to the Emerald Legion um, and that it holds great importance in their ranks. Not it's necessarily what importance that is, but that it is important within their ranks. Gotcha. Thank you. Alright. To the foyer then. To the foyer. To the foyer. As you run to the foyer, um, you do hear another loud crash. Specifically on the doors now. 
And as uh, this crashes, you can see that the rock on the on your side of the door um, uh, pops out. Um, once again, not necessarily falling to the ground, um, still being uh, attached almost like bungees to these uh, fleshy mounds. Um, however, it does slowly uh, begin to recede in um, before another crash against the door uh, can be felt. Once again, it bulging out even further. Uh, the door seeming to look a little worse for wares at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a Colton members inside. There, you're, well, there are quite a significant group in here. They're no army. That army yeah. dwarfs the size of members you have. And everyone seems to be waiting for this door to open. Pelagius turns to you for and begins to speak. Go to Noctis. We'll slow them down. He's waiting for you. He points to the large door, and it's at this moment that you notice that despite this very well being a different place, this has a striking resemblance uh, to the Occulton hideout. You're not sure what to do with that information, I suppose, but... And you're not sure how you missed it after all this time, but it's all just kind of beginning to flood in to you. Uh, With that, what are your actions? I'm going straight to um, Noctis. I'd like to make a very quick prayer to Roth. Okay. Just a, like... I basically sacrificed that dude using my divine smite and shed his blood for whatever that's worth. But just, uh, just a quick shout out. Okay. I guess. Mordecai. Make my way to Noctis. All this murder brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. This murder brought to you by Suzette. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Do I have to um, roll? Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, but yes, older. I, I don't think so. Um, I'm, Alder's ready to travel. He's ready to get to Noctis. Okay. Finally. Sorry. Uh, I got a 22. 22? Okay. Uh, your flame tongue seems to grow brighter. Um, and its aura seems to hold, um, despite you technically being out of battle. And as you all begin to make your way towards this doorway uh, to Noctis, um, the door at the bottom of the foyer flies open. Uh, to which a rather gilded-looking uh, warrior steps in, uh, his helmet winged and his armor she- uh, sheening with uh, complete perfection. Normally there's something to say about someone who wears perfect armor, but you can tell that it's not due to not seeing battle as he continues to, with one strike each fell each occulton member that comes to him. It's likely to do to the amount of magic that is imbued with this person. Whoever this is has gathered quite powerful artifacts uh, of his own. And you're not sure of what exactly they are, but you know that they are incredibly deadly. As the body count just from within these few seconds that he has been in here starts to reach 15. 
pause for a second, turn to Pelagius, and give him like a a stare. Like, stay here, go. <sighs> I know my duty. Go. Understood. Head to the door. You head to the door, and as you approach, it begins to, rather than open as any other door would, almost seemingly unzips from the bottom to the top. And whereas zippers usually have metal teeth to hold on to, uh, these just seem to be regular, good old-fashioned bone teeth. Um, and as it continues to open, it seems to open to a large swirling chasm of teeth and flesh. The Riker of Fest standing before you. Quite unexpected to be so soon. So let's make this quick, shall we? Uh, you travel forward, and as you do, rather than the teeth uh, crashing down upon you, you are brought further deep into this whatever it is esophagus. And as you are brought further uh, and deeper along these tunnels of flesh, you are immediately expelled through uh, some sort of worm-like portal um, into a large, you could say, altar, uh, resting place, trove. It's a large uh, semicircular room with a uh, semicircular staircase at the end, uh, at the end before you. Uh, it rises up to this large altar that seems to be placed at the base of what um, seems to be some sort of door yes you've seen doors of requiem but this is much different for one this looks as though it's strong enough or it's large enough for a giant to walk through uh the glyphs on it glow brightly and you can feel an intense heat radiating from the door itself it's completely covered in primordial symbols, but you notice at the very top of it seems to be the occultant symbol itself, of which is also glowing red. Not just glowing, but the tendrils at the points at each pinpoint of the star seems to be live writhing tendrils. Inside, Noctis is nowhere to be seen. With that, the occultant symbol immediately almost clicks like a light and becomes a clock that is slowly winding up to the 12th hour. Step forward. A voice you haven't heard before speaks. Um... Alder reluctantly walks a few steps forward. As Alder takes a few steps forward, a light begins to glow from this clock. And as it begins to glow from this clock, 
it begins to make a very similar silhouette. Uh, it, it's almost poor to say that it's a, uh, uh, silhouette of light or shine, but rather a perfect representation of the clock itself beginning to glow on the floor. I'm sure you have many questions. There is no time to answer any of them. All right. What do you need us to do? Give yourself wholly to this cause, to the star. Do I feel like that would uh, mess with my oath to Roth or no? I don't know. How do you feel about it? I mean, they're all primordials, right? It's true. Destruction is destruction. I think Roth can get behind this. I step forward. Gear? Uh, can I roll insight? Sure. I, I just want to see... For... Or would it be religion to see if that's going to piss off Orcus? Like, can I look within to see if this is the right decision? Um, That's really something you have to decide for yourself. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I... Ah, hold on, let me think. I gotta think. Sorry. Go ahead. Think. Mordecai? Uh, I step up in a way that implies hesitance and just, you know, an insecure, you know, mindset towards this. Okay. Older. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give yourself to a higher power? Alder says yes. Um, full, <laughs> full knowing that, like, uh, they're not gods. They're just, they're just powerful beings, you know. And it's it. Oh, you and it's I a should have a point. theological debate it's in a drawing, character. It's a drawing point of like, <laughs> of like, I'll say whatever these dudes want me to say because they're going to fucking kill me if I don't do what actually makes me happy. I just want to go back home. But with the question answered, Alder, um, not the first time lying about accepting whatever this group wants, says yes, but deep down... It's not even like he knows that he's lying. It's become so mundane to be like, yeah, sure, fucking this cult's awesome. Let's go with it. Okay. Giram's going to uh, step forward. Um, this is the cause that he's promised Noctis that he would do, promised the group, but he is solely and truly the avatar for Orcus. So once this is over... He's gonna do the the do everything he can to get back to where he's supposed to be. Well put, Giram. All of you step forward into this clock's light, and then the clock immediately shines down, specifically on Alder. Impudence! You mock. The power of the all-knowing, the creator, the beginning and the end. 
I'm sure you have many questions. Allow me to answer all of them. With this, the tree from Alder's arm falls out. All right. Oh. And is then replaced by an immediate (laughs) painful looking tendril that shoots out of his forearm, wrapping itself and writhing itself around him. The tendril itself seems to be fanged and toothed and bladed and seems to constantly carve away skin as much as it replaces. Alder, it's the worst pain you've ever felt. That's saying something. (laughs) It feels as though you are being entirely digested, chewed over again, and then once again digested. It slowly wraps around and encases itself around the entirety of his being, and as it seems that the form that was Alder falls to the ground, the tendril mass only gets larger and only continues to grow. As this all happens, you can hear the sound of a mortal blow being struck behind you. A large glowing sword carving itself through a portal as a the winged helmet man begins to enter the room only to see the atrocity growing before him. Alder, you are all-knowing. You know the truth. You know that the Void's reach has finally made it to its only mistake. You know you have to assist with every desire the Void has for you. The Void speaks to you, Alder. And you listen. You know you were foolish not to. As Alder's face is replaced with that of a clock, a large glowing yellow symbol, the final hour draws nigh. It reaches 12. Alder, let me hand you your new character sheet real quick. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I like this one. <laughs> this is a cool character sheet. Uh, Can I see that real quick? No. Oh. <laughs> Can't. There's, Holy fuck. There's tentacles and shit though, right? Hey is guys. Is it the one on the left page or the one on the right page? Right page. It's the right page, oh. correct? Hey guys, okay. it's your boy HP Lovecraft here. <laughs> <laughs> HP Lovecraft in the house. Gods. It's the only thing you can hear the warrior state. Alder, perhaps almost poetically, ironically, whatever you'd like to call it, assures him there are no gods here. Huh. Fuck yeah. Initiative. Fuck yeah. No. Now, why do I keep using the bad dice? Son of a damn it. All right. I technically... How? Hold on. Hold on. 
I technically got a zero. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> so Zach goes to sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, alright, peace out guys, you can handle it, I'll be over there. I got a six. Wow, we were just like not good. Uh if it makes you feel any better, this he has seven to go. Uh I got a sixteen. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So, Alder. Yes. You go first. Then Giram. Then the warrior. Then Mordecai. And then maybe if Suzette has time, Suzette. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. Whatever, man. All right, one second here. Sorry. Um, uh, the only enemy here is the giant wing thing in front of us, correct? The helmed, the winged helmed guy, right? Uh, the winged helmed warrior. Yep, he's a medium person. He's a medium-sized person. Okay. Um, is is Alder in his right mind? You're in the clearest state of mind you've ever been in. Ex- and I'm the host of whatever this creature is. No, no, you're not a host to anything. I am it. Yeah. All right. Um... Then I would like to make my first attack uh, with a multi-attack. Um, it's a bite and two claw attacks. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm guessing I can close the distance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, as I do so, I'm going to repeat. Um, there is no god. Um, with the bite, uh, you hear the first growl that I have. And then with each claw, uh, it is me simply saying, I am a god. Go for it. That's three th- so, uh, hits. Uh, <laughs> just, just 29 hit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 5d10 plus 9 on the bite. What? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know when you read something, your brain's like, yeah, that makes sense. And then you like you have the second, like the rest of your brain catches up and you go, what the hell did I just read? You read 5D10. Yeah, 5D10. You, you know, just use an app. So. Do you need D10s? I, uh, no, I don't. I got them. All right, cool. With this, all our bounds towards promises that there is no God. A large mouth forms in the large mass uh, that you could assume to be his new chest. It forms and spreads itself wide, rows upon rows of teeth form, and they go to sink in to this warrior. 35 damage. The warrior is crunched down upon, um, and as he's bitten, the warrior is able to place his hand on the upper jaw of this newly formed mouth and actually force himself out. It seems that he primes his sword um, for a stab, but Alder has another attack coming. I do. <laughs> Does 26 hit? <laughs> yep, no, that hits. <laughs> One moment again. I am sorry. This is a new character for me. And there's a lot of dice to roll. There's a lot of dice to roll. I got some. Thank you, Doe. 
That's going to be... Uh, math is hard. 25 damage for the first claw. Cool. Ooh. As he primes the blade and prepares to stab into... Uh, stab into Alder. Alder wrenches his hand over and cramp, uh, clasps it down onto the warrior and slams him down onto the ground, uh, for <laughs> removing any potential danger he could have possibly imposed away from him. Uh, and then I have one more. Hell yeah, you claw. do. Hit <laughs> <laughs> its face. No. <laughs> It's 23. Oh, no. He, like, rolled low on the dice. That or lower-ish. <laughs> rolled lower-ish yeah, on the I, dice. I rolled, low, I rolled lower. Uh, once again. It's like the same exact. Seven. Uh, 26 damage. Ooh. Yeah. And just as the man uh, recovers and gets to his feet, he is once again thrashed with another strike from Alder's claw, slamming him into the side of the wall. Okay. Now, I think it was uh, Mordecai's turn? Uh, no, it's myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to keep my distance from this guy and and uh, whatever the hell that is. And uh, just... Oh, God. You didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, God. I'm going to throw a, actually, I'm going to guiding bolt that uh, the helmed knight. The tackle. So let me roll. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> it's okay. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, he like forms the spell with his hands and shoots it. It wildly misses. It's like, what was that? It's like, ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting the mood. It's the aesthetic. <laughs> aesthetic. The, uh, the bolt is able to be deflected by the uh, glowing sword. The first attack he's been able to avoid. Um, he's feeling real good about <laughs> himself now. <laughs> um, with that, that is going to be the warrior's turn and then Mordecai and then you know if I feel up to it if Suzette decides to wake <laughs> up <laughs> can't believe I got a zero well like yeah but I have a negative for my initiative man yeah. get it together I'm wearing like armor I have a, a like a sword and a shield like I'm just not a fast boy okay he aims at Alder. The mistake one. <laughs> False. The light of his blade shines bright. He chooses to hit. And as he does so, the blade careens across the face of the clock. Alder takes irreparable damage and yet almost as if blinking he's back oh they're still standing no mortal could ever hope to challenge the will of the void <laughs> <laughs> 
The man takes a few steps back, aghast, and steals himself, trying to prepare another... another anything that he can muster. Mordecai. Uh, I'm going to cast blindness on this guy. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, he's got to make a constitutional. Wait, did you poison spray him? No, blindness. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like that would even be more of a dick move. Yeah, it's like poison spray. (laughs) Uh... He did not roll very well. What, what? 12. Oh, yeah. So he's blind. Oh, I know what I'm going to do on my turn. You hate to see it or not see it, rather, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Get that dude's eyes. Go. <laughs> Mordecai casts out his spell, and immediately the man grabs on to his mask. He takes a few quick, frantic looks around and seems to brace the sword against himself. Suzette, <gasps> do you feel like moving? Uh yeah 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 okay. no, I feel good. I feel rested and whatnot um all right uh, I'm gonna steal myself so he seems very preoccupied with whatever Alder has become correct and the rather onset blindness <laughs> <laughs> good point good point uh, I am going how far away from me is he uh he is about uh twenty feet or so all right cool I'm gonna move in the twenty feet and I'm gonna attack once with my blade okay. It's technically an advantage since he's blind. Oh, okay, cool. Because that first <laughs> roll was not great. <laughs> so with the advantage, that's going to be a 26. Which does hit. All right. <laughs> so that's a D8 and two D6. Uh, 10, 17 plus four. So 21. 21 yeah okay 21 and then i am going to make my second attack first one was the 19 let's see if there's a 20 in there there is not but that's okay so same nine 13 13 i'm also going to throw in a uh, smite because why not um, I'm going to do a I'm going to do a, the thunder smite again okay so that's two more d8 or two more d6s correction so that's an extra five damage and he has to make a strength saving throw of 15 or be pushed back 10 feet Fuck. There we go. <laughs> uh, strength save. That's a 22. Uh, okay, cool. So, yeah, I guess he gets that. And then I'm going to step back 10 feet. So okay. the rest of my movement, because I do not want to be anywhere near and him he when he can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like stab, stab, and then back up. <laughs> um, That's going to bring us to the top of the round. Alder. Yeah. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> like to multi-attack? Uh, I think you mean the void. You right. <laughs> right. Um, 
I'd like to change the, uh, the, uh, the order in which I attack him. Uh, I'm going to do uh, claw, bite, claw. I want to knock his sword away, um, bite down on him, and then just almost try and shove him into my jaws. Jesus. Okay. I'm going to eat him. <laughs> nom, nom, go nom, the, nom, nom. Go for those rolls. You can't see how delicious he is. Jesus, 30. <laughs> oh my god. 30 to hit for the claw. You know what? I, uh... That. <laughs> hit. Do I hit the blind guy? <laughs> uh, and then that was going to be uh, 20 damage for that. Okay. Dan. Advantage. By the way, you do have advantage. I have advantage. Yeah, he's blind. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried. Does, does. <laughs> but you should still roll again. It could be a crit. Twenty nine hit. <laughs> Would have been cool. Why are you crit. gonna uh, keep asking me, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of dice. Uh, it's a lot of dice. So that's fourteen, twenty two, uh, twenty seven, plus. Nine. Thirty-six. Yeah. yeah. Calculator, huh? This man is taking more of a beating than you would expect a mortal to, but nonetheless, he's being thrown around. And Joke's on him, I have one more attack. <laughs> Huzzah! Uh... Thirty-one. <laughs> Yeah, I just like that hits the hardest to hit monster. Like I just like saying it. Um, wait, and then that's another twenty damage. Jesus, how is this guy still standing? Probably got like your boy's going hard. Super duper magic. That's how I would describe it as a as two men of magic <laughs> as two scholars as yeah, two scholars <laughs> i believe his magic level is on super duper <laughs> it's a switch and he just turns it on before he goes into battle and then like i tear off a sticker that like makes you turn the crank oh even god more. yeah <laughs> it crashes against him and you once again bat him around chew him and grind him through your many rows of teeth and then fling him to the floor he spirals and is still able to land on at least his all fours before struggling himself to stand. It's so sad that this guy's blind. <laughs> is it, oh, is it my turn? So before is, you go, can I yell something at him? Yes. You should surrender. <laughs> Whatever you are, you are nothing in this room. It's going to fall on deaf ears anyway. It's, it's my turn? Put your sword down. Bruni's going to also make him deaf. Suzette, roll, uh, roll intimidation. He's going to try to save against it. Da-da, critical fail. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> Can we use, uh, yeah, critical fail. <laughs> Just screw it. You shout out surrender, and he, in retort, says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I respect that. Giram, yes, it is your turn. I'm gonna cast deafness on him. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he just has to save. I don't. It's not too much. You say that, but <laughs> he is blind it's all right fun now. It's game. <laughs> oh, no. uh, what's what's the uh, what's the roll he has to make? Thirteen. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> so he's deaf. He's deaf and blind. Thankfully, he can still feel, and all that is. Uh, I don't think that's thankfully. I think you pay a lot of money not to feel it. Guys, anymore. this isn't a fair fight. Helen Keller would be really upset. Oh, he's no. gonna make so the joke. But what do you do then? <laughs> you finish. You finish. So he's it. deaf and blind and rightfully fucked. It's his turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're um, we're do, fighting. Do you want to check to see if he can, uh, <laughs> if he can uh, remake the save? What's up? He does he get another shot at remaking the save? Yeah, does, I, uh, I'm pretty sure he does since it's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he's not gonna try to do that. Is he gonna give up? <laughs> no, kill him. <laughs> he's like help. <laughs> hey guys, no, no, <laughs> how? I can't hear. We're done. No, no, I don't like that look. Corey, take that look off your face. So, he takes a few deep, inhaled breaths before placing his sword on the ground before him. He begins to mumble to himself in Celestial. Not my wheelhouse. He's going to say the big O word for a second. The... Wings that resided within him explode from his back. And as he does so, a form that just seemingly appears before you places a hand on his shoulder. It's my fault, child. Leave. But no. leave the sword. <laughs> I will carry this burden for you the rest of the way. But, like, seriously, leave the sword. Can I have, like, a pauldron? Wait. I want to kill him. It's not your <laughs> turn. I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just talking. I'm not intervening. I'm just, I, I wanted to kill him. As he looks up, he is suddenly, uh, the, the winged helmet man suddenly vanishes. And you are left in place with a shirtless uh, entity of which you are able to recognize is definitely celestial in nature. His large wings um, spread out, and as he points his one single sword, there is a sudden overwhelming presence behind all of you. Standing seemingly there seemingly just having appeared himself seems to be a similar entity. However, his skin seems to be completely caked in blood, still dripping, still damp and wet. His helmet seems to be uh, completely stone and almost pyramid-like, rectangular and horned out perfectly to the sides. As he begins to step down, 
leaving steps and footprints of blood behind him. You notice only by his hair, which is no longer silver, but instead uh, seemingly black, but still almost completely damaged, frayed, and almost artificial looking, Noctis begins to descend the steps. Step aside, he says. You know very well it's up to all of you. Yeah. 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 You all step aside. Yeah, I lumber to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Scuttle. The celestial looks to him. Do you really think the Celestial begins? And with that, Noctis is behind the Celestial. I do, he answers. And his arm plunges through the back of the Celestial, grasping its heart on the other end. Before the Celestial can even croak out a whimper. He crushes the heart. And as it is crushed before, the door slowly begins to open. As the door begins to open, the room begins to fall away. The concrete sinks before you and is slowly caught in a in a stream of red aura slowly being pulled up to the center of a large red entity it seems vaguely familiar five tendrils all pulling in what appear to be different constructs, planets, entities, life forces. At the tips of these five tendrils, they slowly begin to dive into a single circle, an eye rather, a cosmic construct of destruction. Decay. Rot. You stand here. In this plane. In this existence. Looking upon. This thing. This entity. I have returned. Noctis breathes out, his arms stretched out wide as the celestial falls from his right arm. So you have a voice response. And with that,
we will end our prologue. All right. Oh, man. So the sword that the Celestial is holding, like, where's that at? <laughs> we'll find that out next time. All right. <laughs> uh, Take his I know eyes, we're not playing man. right now. Can I, can I roll for history to see if I know what Celestial that was? Nah. Damn it. <laughs> I wanted to kill the Celestial by putting my foot on a sword and then taking either one of his legs and then just pulling him toward me. <laughs> Ooh. Lit. Classic Mortal Kombat kill. Where you tell her? That was... Oh, man. I got to play a big guy. That was pretty cool. That was a beefy dude. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty solid. Beefy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I killed something so, for once. Yeah, Alder, good job. I'm proud of you. Yes. Alder the Awoken mm-hmm. will be now immortalized as a patron to the void. An entity to carry out its will. Fuck yeah. Cool. And the rest of you still have your own legacies to vo- to forge. Question. Oof. Yeah. Was it the void specifically that chose me because I was empty? No. There are still there are still powers at play. But it did specifically cho- choose you because you still doubted the creator. Yeah, man. Gotta have a little faith. Ha <laughs> ha. Paladin joke for you. <laughs> oh, man. That was like. Heavy. That's also a cleric joke. Yeah. Oh, man. That was great. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Fucking Mordecai's standing there like, oh, I didn't get hit once because you damaged all <laughs> yeah. of us. Well, also, but like, no one came after me. So I'm like, mm. also, I'm so glad we were able to do that at the end. No, blind oh, and yeah. deaf. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was a little like bogus. <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck that guy. Yeah, he was trying bad. to kill us. When you get bad rolls, you get bad rolls. And with that being said, since this already is probably, no, not even probably, it is our longest episode. Definitely is. Um, we are going to wrap up here with a final goodbye to Alder. Oh, thank Bye, you. Alder. It's because been we will fun. miss you terribly. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys terribly, too. And know that you will have forever be immortalized in the world of Kata. That does. That makes you feel pretty awesome. And like I said last time, you will forever have a seat at our table, so don't ever forget that. As long as I can play this character every time I sit down. Yeah. I said that. <laughs> Always be Alder <laughs> the Awoken. Just keep sh- showing up yeah. places. No, he's just Alder the Woke now. And that is why Mordecai <laughs> will never be Mordecai the Awoken. <laughs> Perhaps Mordecai the Enfeeble or... Mordecai, Mordecai the insufferable. At least I'm not says that the asleep. I wasn't asleep. I d- I was the only person besides Shh. him that did damage that round. You rolled a zero. You were asleep. We're I gonna do our a- usual plugs here because this is already <laughs> yeah. fast and far and quick. Yes. Um. So thank you so much for listening. Um. We can't possibly do this without our wonderful S- producer and our future usual suspect. James, if you could. Hey, guys. Um, Don't worry, guys. Robbie will live on through me, Balderhood. And <laughs> no, I think last week I explained everything. I want to, one, say, Robbie, I've loved your company. Oh, thank I, you, sir. I'm glad I met you. And then I want to give a quick shout out to Jose, who was the quietest boy 
in this campaign 18 episodes ago. But guess what? Zero edits need to be made. And for some reason, Rudy barely talks, needs the most edits. Uh, hey. <laughs> just talk, talk louder, dude. You yeah. get, or maybe you're get, getting away from the mic like this, but hey guys, I'm away from the mic, but I know that technique. But then as I get closer, you got to talk a little quieter. Uh, yeah, you better <laughs> believe, uh, next week's episode's mainly going to be mic technique. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, guys. it's going to just be an hour <laughs> of us going over how to use a mic. But check out my podcasts, mostly Speakin' Sentai, What the Hell Mouth, This Movie's Gay, I'll Get There, and of course, you gotta tell a friend about Hit It and Credit, my newest podcast. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, Yo. and check out my rap music's Marsh, <laughs> Land, <laughs> Monster. And you can find all of this at mlmpod.com. Even my music, you can download it all for free and listen to it there. Bye-bye. Thank you, as always. Jose, would you like to do uh, where we can be found on social media? And then, for the last time, we are going to find Older's plugs. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, like like usual, uh, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram is hit it and crit it. That's H-I-T-I-T underscore A-N-D underscore C-R-I-T-I-T. And... Uh, our Twitter is uh, hit it and crit it no ampersand so h i t i t a n d c r i t i t. Now Robbie, back to you. Yeah, guess what you guys can check out my fucking podcast, The Kitchen Sink. <laughs> Are you sure? Because like I've been telling them for like a while. I also it up, like December, January, dude, yeah, whatever. It's released. It's there. Check it out. We got our first episode out with me and James, James flexing on us, and then our second episode flexing. with, like, I, I think it's actually everyone sitting at the table here. Except for Joe. Except for Except Joe. Except for Joe, yeah, I had worked that day. Um, and we Lame. talked about Game of the Year for 2018, and that was super awesome. So but, those are our, which our came true. right now. By yeah, yeah. By the time you hear this, that should there's all... going to be like a ton of more stuff by the time you hear this. Yeah. But dude, check it out. Those are some of the best ones. Um, if you want to know where that, where you can find that, go to Anchor. It's super awesome. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to find it. Also, hop on my Instagram, m i s i n g l e t e r. You can see my cool photography. You can see my artwork, my tattoos, all the weird shit that I'm doing. But yeah, catch catch up on all my, all my stuff there. Hey, Robbie, real quick. What, uh, what is the posting cycle going to be for the kitchen sink? For the kitchen sink for right now, um, I have nine episodes like put in. So every week on Wednesday, I'm going to be releasing. So basically, if you're following Corey's, fucking follow mine. It's the same shit. Same shit, same day. You know, if you have like four and a half hours to spend. Yeah, if you have four hours on a to, Wednesday. to blow on a Wednesday. And finey. 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 <laughs> Finally. Finey, Finey. Yeah. Finally, last thing I want to throw out here. Ya boy. Uh, what did I call myself today? Oh, I sang a song today. We're going to call me uh, Burt Macklin, FBI today. Um, Again? Yeah, back to the roots. Eat, on, man. eat, eat me, man. So <laughs> Burt Macklin does need to put... And you know, maybe maybe you won't even notice it by by how many episodes that there are banked. Maybe uh, you won't have to endure this. But the rest of us are gonna be on a brief hiatus because Burger Macland. Now I can eat them. Now <laughs> that we are certain that this is gonna be a much more anchored uh, campaign, 
I do need to do a little bit of rewriting. And since some of my original plans did have the man, the myth, the legend, and the awoken in tone, I do need to rewrite a little bit of the story. Oh, snap, that's me. But we are going to be writing in a new suspect. <laughs> and James is dabbing over by his computer. We will be continuing where we left off. Don't think that this is the end. We have so much to explain yet. I know this all may be a little, a lot of information thrown quickly, but I promise stick through and this will all be explained. Or not. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's up to the players on what's explained, man. Uh, you you get mad, get mad at fucking Jonathan over there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll get, get mad get at to Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan. Shout out to all the Jonathans uh, that are listening right now. Again, thank you everyone that listens or supports us on any social media. Mm -hmm. This is something we just like to do, and we're very happy uh, to share it with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Hey, biscuit. We it, love you. Yeah. It's that's it's, what's up. It literally, like, quite has been a dream of mine to do something like this. I love everyone at this table. I love the experience. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, that's that's going to be all. But you will you will hear from me in the future, um, definitely on this podcast. But uh, Hell yeah. that's it. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, James. It's been a, it's been a hell of an experience. Thank Ooh. you once again for joining us here at the table. And with that being said... Happy rolls, my friends. Yeah.